Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, uh, I have uh, a new singer-songwriter on the block uh, who just had her first show at uh, No Studios uh, this past week. Um, she also has a new single out. It's called The American Dream. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I love talking to uh, new uh, artists on the map, and I'm excited to talk about her artistry and what made her want to start pursuing music and uh, just, you know, everything that goes into what she does. So, Marina Dove, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Yes. It's awesome. Thank okay. you. I, after a few attempts. Yeah. After a couple, uh, after a couple errors, um, I'm excited to finally sit down with you and talk to you. I know this, the past week has been very tumultuous for both of us, but calls for a hams, of course. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's okay, you got a little head start, but uh, so cheers to a great podcast. Cheers. Sweet, uh, yeah, the sweet taste of uh, River West Draft. <laughs> um, cool, well, uh, to start, I guess, uh, how are you doing today? How was your day? Today was good. I worked today. Typical Monday. It's always sad ending work and seeing it dark outside. Mm. That was a little a little bit depressing. Mm -hmm. But otherwise things have been going okay. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Super busy. Last um what well, was it this past Friday? The Friday before. Ever since then it's been kind of a scramble. So that was like when I so I performed my whole set for the Pantone series, The Colors We Hear, but I only released part one of five. So since then, the past week and a half, I've been, you know, setting my dates for the rest of the release and mm -hmm. also writing my 2020 album, Clouds. Oh, so. we got the, the name right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to hear all about, you know, your process and kind of just like what what's going through your mind through all this. Uh, but I do agree with you. Uh, I'm with you on the... Uh, whole daylight, yeah, the daylight savings and, you know, just uh, being... It's fucked up. Right. Sun's down, it's 5 p.m. And you're like, shit. Time for bed. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm getting sleepy. Uh, I'm ready to cozy up. <laughs> yeah. That's about. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And it snowed on Halloween, you know. Uh, it did snow on Halloween. That was a beautiful day, though. It was different. Uh, I like retrospectively, it, it like it was like kind of like a. It was like uh, you know we're just not used to having snow that early. I definitely was just working from my bed at home enjoying mm -hmm. the snow from the outside, yeah. and I probably went out for like five minutes that entire day. Sure, I was more just kind of bummed about <laughs> how short fall was. It yeah. it was like condensed into like two weeks of like actual like good fall weather. That's Wisconsin. You know, Pretty much. So sad. Fall's barely, it just barely exists anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, people don't take advantage of the the little bits of, like, coolness that we get, like, earlier on. They're like, oh, no, we want summer to end. But it's like, in reality, it's like fall begins in, like, August. Yeah. For the most right. part. 
Yeah. That's when, like, in September, the leaves start really changing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then October comes and it's going to be winter. Right. October, right. November, every time. Right. Every fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, like, I want to play in a pile of leaves, damn it. Like, come on. I just, you know, I, I, I just want to rake up some leaves and just frolic, you know? Like, I get <laughs> yeah. Do you ever see I, I just didn't get to do that, damn. I get so I was I get so mad. Maybe it's just me, but I don't know. Something there's something about leaf blowing that really angers me. And I'll see people blowing leaves out of their yard mm -hmm. and I'm like What is that really doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Is, do you think that should the leaves not be there even though they fell right. naturally? And you're really that yeah. mad about it? That you have to make it into a chore and blow them out into the street. Right. And there's a pile of leaves in the street, and then I can't park my freaking car. Yeah. And now it's getting personal. <laughs> did, did, did this <laughs> occur recently? Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah. Oh dear. Well, in the meantime, let's right. talk about your uh, artistry first. Yeah, um, what do you want to know? Sweet. Sweet. Um, I was starting to say cool. And then I said, but then I started saying sweet, so I said, queet. <laughs> queet. Um, uh, all right, well, queet. Uh, so what we talk, I'm Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion, and creativity. And uh, we've known each other for a little while. Uh, we first met because of Noah Joseph. Shout out to Noah. Shout out to Noah. I haven't seen that guy in a bit. He's in Chicago now doing doing well. Yeah, he's doing like the theater stuff uh, the down theater there. Stuff. Yeah. Hope you're doing well, Noah. Uh, yeah, he, I believe, introduced us like at some point like in the last couple of years, and then I just started seeing you like sort of sporadically here and there. And like, oh, we're gonna, you know, this person. I've seen you on Instagram, like doing all these cool like modeling shoots, you know, because I know you said you have a. Uh, a lot, a lot of photog friends. Photog friends, right? Um, and then, next thing we know, you're making music, and I see your name on a bill, and I see you in uh, working with Cola. Shout out to Ian. Shout love, out Ian. Love, love Cola. Uh, I know you were on Cola Cast, uh, which I still need to do. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I've just been uh, I, I feel like I've just been seeing you like uh, I get around. <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing you like uh, you know um, immersing yourself into various like artistic fronts, and I'm just excited to hear about. I guess to start, I'd love to hear about uh, where you started, kind of like feeling like music was becoming like a creative outlet for yourself. I started writing music when I was eight. So I have a few songs off of um, this series I wrote a long time ago. The oldest song, the final song, that's not going to be the last one to come out. I think I wrote when I was about 13, 14 years old. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck I was going through back then. But uh, it's good, and like I remembered it, and I kept it on me. So I've always been writing, and I obviously I studied um, theater, and method acting, theater history, those were my focuses in college. So it was just the performing arts in general. Um, music, my dad was in a band, he's still in the band, but he's been making music for the past 30, 40 years. 
Wow. So I've had that influence in my life, and he's finally, because, like I said, so I had most of these songs written, or I, I had written them, you know, recently, and I had just graduated with my degree this past spring. Mm -hmm. So, and it was then that I was like, all right, I need to get it out. And if we're being honest, I didn't even have a set. I, so I performed, I'm also, obviously, studying theater, I'm an actor, so I perform, um, I performed at the Milwaukee Cabaret um, for their season last year. I did um, three episodes of The Jealous Revolver, which was a live-action radio drama, and I was singing uh, the jingles for our sponsors and everything in between on the radio. So when I was introducing myself to people and artists you know, in the area, and they knew me as you know, like a jazz musician, and they asked me if I made my own music, and if I could like hear it. And one day I literally just said this was back in... Honestly, it was about April or May, where I just said, uh, yeah, actually, I'm coming out with an EP, single drops, October 25th. Oh. So sometimes you just have to put a date on it. So, it was, <laughs> that, so that was kind of just like... Uh, spur of the moment, right. someone asked, and I wow. answered. Nice. I answered myself in a way, <laughs> you know, so. Well, you spoke it into existence, clearly. Yeah, and it was awesome, you know, I was really glad to have um, Sean Sassone on board. He's, shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean. Sean gave me a couple oysters recently when I was at the Crossroads Collective. I love that. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I okay, I really had to try the egg and flour, because I've been hearing so many great things about it, and, uh, Sean works at like the seafood spot right yeah. next to it, mm -hmm. and he was working when I was there. And he's like, "Oh, hey, dude, uh, you want some oysters?" <laughs> so he gave me a couple, uh, very nice of him. And then an oyster for The very next day, I uh, had his podcast episode that we did together uh, uploaded. So that was good timing. But Sean's great. I love his music too. Yeah. Oh, so good. I actually, so I went to school with him years ago. Um, I was a little bit of a nomad child, no military parents or anything, just whack parents. Sure. So I went to seven different schools growing up. So I went to school with him and his twin sister, Sarah, um, for a year. And then we sort of stayed in touch, and like he was hearing, like I was making music, and he had mutual friends. My friend Max was sort of helping out with everything to make sure that... You know, we had proper amount of studio time and everything was working out okay. He heard my music, my lyrics, he liked it, he was interested in hopping on board. So it was really nice to have him producing this one. So it's been good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the it's a five part thing. So you you have five songs that you're planning on. That's what this EP was. Yeah, so it's um, the Pantone series called The Colors We Hear. So it's like each song is associated with like a color to be like, almost meditated on when you listen to the song. Mm -hmm. So it's supposed to resonate in a specific way for you and the American dream being of course red for whatever reason it's up to interpretation mm -hmm. I suppose. But um I I mean <laughs> when I think of the American dream I think of the flag and the first color I see when you look at the American flag is red. I mean, that me personally... Do you know what the red is supposed to represent in the American flag? If you go deeper than that, the colors that we chose? What? I honestly... Okay, so I could be just totally pulling this out of my ass, but I swore that it, like, represent, like, bloodshed. Huh. Because it was, like, the war and, like, passion and fighting. Yeah. So, I just think of blood. I mean... Which isn't wrong, sure. either. 
Well, on that note, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, on that note, like, uh, like, what was, like, the imagery that was kind of, like, uh, going through your mind when you were writing that song? The American Dream, I honestly, so I wrote that song for another punk band that I was in about four or five years ago, and it was almost, like, too sad. They were like, oh, we're in a sad girl hours, and I'm like, well, <laughs> all right. Put it away. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, it was, to me, the imagery in my mind, I kind of, it was loosely, loosely based on this angst and anger I was feeling because it, it was a year um, before I wrote that song, my uh, really, really good friend of mine that I went to high school with died in a car accident. So the initial, well, the chorus line lyrics, how could you leave me in a world that's so broken, here I'm lying down, I haven't forgotten. So it's like just a year after, still thinking about it. And then it kind of just went on to mean, you know, we don't have much time, you know, we should be working so we can live, not living to work. And that's honestly what I think a large part of what people like to consider the American dream is, you know, working for the man. And it's like, yeah. if you're going to be putting any sort of energy into anything, you should put it in yourself. Yeah. Work yeah. your ass off for you, not for anyone else. Right, that's real. Don't be a cog in the machine. Hell no, man. That shit's so dead. That shit is dead. That shit is whack. That is so 2000... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that... I, I agree. Uh, I think that our generation is really getting pretty good at challenging that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah. a lot of people are starting to really kind of embrace that and sort of reject this sort of like narrative under capitalism where like we have to, you know, be working for, you know, a corporation mm -hmm. or, to, or to have a boss that, you know, dictates what we can and can't do with our own creativity mm -hmm. in a way that really kind of puts us in boxes and it makes a it makes us not live up to our full potential and it makes us miserable to be quite blunt it does and yeah like i don't know like i i've met respect for i mean obviously with due responsibility but like i've met respect for anybody that you know, is, you know, making a living for themselves, being young and, you know, having like a day job or something like that, like working irregular hours, you know, just, but doing something that they love and putting their all into that on the side, you know, mm -hmm. like that's, I feel like that's really what, like what, um, makes a lot of creatives happy is, you know, prioritizing like their, their art and their creative process mm -hmm. and just like what, what, whatever it is that they're passionate about Absolutely. while having a job that they just don't hate going to every day that, that, you know, they're allowed that their boss or their business, whatever it is, understands that about them. And it's like, yeah. we understand that you don't want to be here for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. Support, creativity. When I graduated, I 
was like applying to a bunch of jobs on Indeed, and these were all jobs that, you know, it's like, I don't even want this, but I feel like I should apply for it because, you know, I graduated with my degree, so. <laughs> I went to school so I could work, so I could pay off. <laughs> so I could secure the bag. <laughs> so I could secure the bag. Like that's sometimes necessary, especially, you know, if you're utilizing your time right, you know, put money away. If there's like something that like you want to do that's bigger, you know. Exactly. Keep that on your mind. Let that be your right. drive and your fuel. Always have goals. Mm-hmm. Both short short term and long term goals. Yeah, don't settle. No. Gotta, don't settle. Don't sell your soul. So, um, what are uh, so tell me about the 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 rest of the series, the other songs that uh, you're sitting on right now. Well that's a little bit of a surprise. But I will say, <laughs> I mean, my mom more so point, point, pointed this out to me that I didn't, well, I suppose I knew it in the back of my mind, but like I played her some of the songs, like it'll be like one of the first like mixes that I'll do. So it's basically just like my voice sounding really shitty over some shit that doesn't really add up. But it's like, you can see it's like kind of going to be a song soon one day. So I'll show my mom and she said, she looks at me. Real concerned, but she always has a kind of look of concern. Like, so is this entire album about getting fucked up? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean by that, Mom? Like, do you, like, you think I'm just, like, you know these songs, like, I'm not writing about getting fucked up. And she's just like, well, either that or it sounds like you were really fucked up when you wrote them. And I was like... Well, how do I put this in a way where she won't be disappointed? Yes, Mom, most of my songs are written when I was high. <laughs> One of them, I was tripping in Amsterdam. Oh, wow. There you go. That's like my kind of soft song that turned into a punk song. I wrote it and I was like, damn, it's soft as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give some And then attitude. I was like, all right. <laughs> Yeah. Guitar solo. Right, sure. Nice. So now that's like, no. punk song. That's in the middle. I don't know, there's not too much I can tell now. I will say, I suppose I can say now, because probably by the time this goes up, I'll have announced it. My next one is Clouds. Number two of the series, the color is lavender. Oh. Okay. So, that's what you'll need to know about the mood of that song. Clouds is originally, yeah, Just like that. Just kinda, like that. Yeah. It was originally going to be the single off of what this was going to be as a um, demo, but not anymore. I'm switching it. So now Clouds is just going to be the name of my other album, even though there's a song on this series. But since this song isn't a part of an album, I'm thinking about adding it to my to the album Clouds. That would make sense, yeah. I suppose. So like, it's on there, but it's also its own thing. Sure. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, so, um, so, like, you have these, like, five songs, like, all pretty much planned out, and then the album comes. Yes, so sure. these songs are all written and produced, they're not all completely finalized, I'm still setting up dates and everything, but, um, it should be coming out every month or so, so you guys will have something to look forward to, especially if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, I post a lot. Follow her, okay? Follow me. I'm, I'm talking to you. Um, yeah, like. Oh, I get, I get fucking into it. You know, this is 
I, I, this camera has seen some really uh, angry eyes from me. Um, so, um, what, uh, I guess, like, in terms of, like, what, what's, like, uh, on the agenda next, like, I guess, like, what's on your mind with this album that, uh, your, this Clouds album? Uh, what's on my mind with Clouds? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not a specific theme as there is with this series that I did, the series of singles. Mm -hmm. Um, this next album is more so, it's a little bit more new age, so it's bedroom punk, is what people started to call it. And I was nice. like, alright, okay, that makes sense, I like that. I love that. Because I didn't know, first it was like, people were like, ooh, emo, disco. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but I also don't know how to even explain that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, bedroom punk slash emo, disco. That's that's sure. gonna be clouds twenty twenty. That's gonna be the mood of the year. Awesome, emo yeah. disco. That uh, <laughs> I, I dig, <laughs> and that reminds me of some like uh, I don't know, just some. It's like imagine like the Matrix, but like really really funky music when they're doing there. Yeah, better. I was thinking like just like really dark, danceable electronic music. Yeah, and this next album is a little less electronic, and I mean, I mean, this series isn't really, it's like half, it's weird, it's very, like I have, you know, heavy guitar, I even have sitar in the song. Wow. But like, okay. it's a specific, I don't know, it's its own thing. Because people were asking me too, like, because I didn't, I just released one song and I was trying to advertise for this show, like, I promise you, I'll be decent, I know you guys have never heard of me or heard me at all but like come see the show mm -hmm. which honestly that that was such spooktacula spooktacula was an incredible event awesome. it was so much fun everybody did so good there were so many people there ian put out uh the i don't mind it music video well, you were in i was honored to be in yes that was a lot of fun i love goofy yeah i, I so do, fun i do uh it's that was one of my favorite songs on on his album for sure um yeah yeah so so for one i guess like what did your set look like uh for this event for your first performance so it was all a costume party but i knew there were going to be there were some photographers there taking photos and i didn't want to not look like myself in my debut especially looking back at photos so i basically was just an elevated version of myself it was just a stage no studio stage not very large mm -hmm. um uh frugal stew and everybody had all their equipment and drum sets up there and oq had their keyboard so there wasn't like a hell of a lot of space and i had on these giant angel wings so i like had little minimal movements so i was just like kind of staying put and like hypnotizing the audience to the best of my ability yeah. with my short range of motion but it was good. OQ actually had a, because uh, they're an audiovisual band, mm -hmm. so they had um, like a red projection behind me, which nice. was kind of cool. That's like, super cool. Mm, okay, that's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so that, they that, knew what they were doing. That could be it. That could that could be it. Yeah. That could be it. But yeah, it was nice. So then it was that night at midnight that I dropped um, the song. But yeah, I was basically just wearing my clothes. 
people like to think that that's not something that I would wear, but that is something that I have worn and will still continue to wear, but with wings. Maybe not so the wings. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, uh, depends on uh, you know how outrageous you're feeling one day. You know, so, I mean, you might feel super. I might just feel like I want to get in everybody's way and right. be super obnoxious. You might just you know putting feel, on the wings. Right, feel yeah, super yeah. angelic. Um, yeah, I mean that. Well, that sounds dope. Uh, were you uh, performing like a lot of the songs that you'll be dropping? I performed my entire set from the Pantone Color Series, so all the ticket holders got a chance to see it all. So like awesome. they have a feel for like the music that's going to be coming out in the next several months. Um, but then that night to the public, I just released one song, cool. and everybody who didn't see it is gonna get. He's got to wait just nice. a little while longer for each of them. For sure. Hey, that's that's some good uh, good teasing. Hell yeah. Definitely. Uh, that's what I do best. <laughs> oh, oh shit. That was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was definitely like. Uh, it sounds like that's a really good like branding strategy. You know, keeping people like. I've definitely gotten help, like Ian and Sean. You yeah. Know, both been kind of because I was like, listen, guys. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I've never done this before at all. Right. So, like, every time, like, I'll just send anxious, like, texts throughout the day. Like, am I doing this right? Like, should I be? Yeah. Like, when should I? So. Yeah. I've had a lot of help. I definitely feel super fortunate, especially to have had a debut at an event like that, at a place like that. Yeah. It's very euphoric to me, so. Yeah. Very fortunate. Also, kind of glad it was over. I was super anxious. Were you? Well, it was the first time that I'd ever performed any of those songs yeah. out, and especially. But then at the same time, it was like I don't know what to expect. But also, none of these people know what to expect. Nobody even knows who I am. So it's great. <laughs> right, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, like I can only imagine how, you know, like, how reaffirmed you must have felt like you know after you like played your set and like it being such a great experience and oh people have been so supportive yeah very supportive it's been so nice you know especially um like i mean especially obviously musicians in milwaukee you know giving me a lot of props and support and posting my music online and talking mm -hmm. about it that's been really really cool and honestly you know my friends too i had Everybody there, there were upwards of 100 people there, so yeah. I knew that they all, you know, they wanted to hear good music, so I felt honored to, like, be on that agenda. For sure. I do love those studios. Yeah. And they're a handful of times, and it's just so comfortable. Like, it the is. couches, and, like, the whole, like... It's moody, and it's a yeah. cool bar. Yeah, the bar as well, like, you see, like, a good kind of like uh i've just kind of seen a good um sneak peek into like some of the cool startup action that's happening like in that part of the city and like um i remember like there was one event i went to there that had like a they were like a a, a wine and cheese oh, sort of great. startup yeah it was great and a wine and cheese startup yeah i would start that up it, Right? You know, it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no studios is... Um, yeah, they, they they have great parties over there. And, uh, it was quite a party. Yeah, for sure. I also had... So, I did a lot of, like, conducting... Like, I went, like, 
Well, Ian and I dragged him to the dollar store and Walmart to like get a bunch of like decor and candy and like spider webs and stuff. We got there super early before soundtrack and everything. It was like setting everything up. And then they were like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, we don't have any DJ like in between sets. Like, what are we going to do for like the, you know, 15 right, minutes in between? Yeah. So I was like, got it. I made yeah. a fat Halloween playlist. It was so nice. So like in between, like they had like this iPad with everything like hooked up to my Spotify and this queuing all the music so it was really it was nice it was, it was spooky. cool it was spooky so spooky and there, there were no there were no like real wells like, nice. it was just like consistently lit <laughs> right 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 exactly yeah the consistency consistency wow that's that's some good coinage we got emo that's disco first <laughs> and consistency um, yeah, I mean, when you can keep something, uh, when you can sustain the litness, uh, for the night, then, uh... That was my fucking job. At my old place, I, I would have parties all the time just for fun. I wouldn't even get super lit, but I would just want to, like, be an outlet for everyone yeah. else to get, or a catalyst for everyone else to Bring get lit. Bring people together, yeah. And I'm a mixologist. I love making drinks, and I love making vats of, like, good drinks. Huh. So... Yeah. <laughs> whenever I hear the word I <laughs> yeah, whenever I hear the word mixologist, I just think of. Uh, have you ever seen Portlandia? I've only seen like a few episodes. Uh, this is really a funny skit with Andy Samberg, and he's a mixologist. But um, anyway, uh, so um, so going into like you know getting started out, like pursuing music, and really like developing this brand that. You know, will people will know you by people that are you know close to you that are already really supporting you firmly through, like, you know, it is a massive undertaking for sure. Mm -hmm. I guess like I'm interested in hearing like, you know, I guess like what intimidates you about it, but also what kind of like empowers you to like you know really like want this and to be really like, you know to be like, I'm actually doing this. I've really, this year especially, tried to hone in the power of manifestation and understanding that it is an exact science that what you are seeking lies within. You know, it's, I take a lot of my inspiration from Carl Jung and his philosophies and everything, and I really do feel like if you put your mind to anything you can get there like I said just putting out like I had like these lyrics and these books of songs but like it wasn't until like randomly a second a stranger asked me like if I had music out that I said uh October 25th yep mm. keep an eye out Marina Dove and I was like months after tour I was like well shit now I got to do it and I did it so that was my biggest fear I think just I was just putting it off and I was I mean, I was still prioritizing myself, and I had other creative endeavors and everything going on, but it, when, with the music industry specifically, I think I was just mostly afraid of myself, because I know that um, a lot of my music comes from, like, like, not dark places, but, you know, real places, you know, places that we've all been, mm -hmm. so it was just more so, like, I'm a poet as well, so a lot of, I'm a, I'm a lyricist, a writer, so I'll write like lyrics too, and then I'll kind of like come up with like a sort of like melody t to it in a sense, so my songwriting is 
a little offbeat than what I feel like a lot of people are used to too. So Sean was a huge help working with that. Sometimes he'd be like, we could change this from this. And I'm just like, no, no, please. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. So he was a really good sport. But um, yeah, being afraid of myself. I was really afraid. I was like, damn, like everybody's going to be concerned. But my music, I think I was just honestly, I just saw it as like sad and dark, but I feel like it's just mostly like important. And then people were saying like, oh no, like it's moody, it's sexy. And I'm like, all right, cool. So maybe that's just the appeal of it all. It's, it's sensual, dark. it sounds like. Yeah. Very sensual. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And the hey. American Dream just more so like set a mood. So that's like the intro to it all. So y'all haven't heard anything yet. We, we aren't on shit. Y'all aren't on shit. No. But, uh, well, uh, Queed. Queed? Queed. I'm excited to see, uh, how you continue to grow and prosper and develop, like, your, your unique flavor of, uh, songwriting, um, and finding your place in our wonderful music scene here. And you have a great, you're working with great people so far, like, Koa is amazing, and Sean is amazing, mm. and uh, you know, we're here to support you. So I'm. That's all I need. All right, Marina. Um, man, you, you know what I? You know what I just realized? What? Like, I feel like I'm like literally so OCD about how I've like closed out this episode like these episodes that like i feel like i stand in the exact same spot with the exact same angle every single time i close out an episode i'm like man <laughs> like it 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 really do like you should see my morning routine it's even worse um yeah <laughs> um same exact route every single time um, well, uh, I had a great time talking to you about your artistry and about just, you know, all the really exciting, cool things you have going on mm -hmm. and, uh, excited to hear more of your music. So tell me what keeps you up at night, Marina. What keeps me up at night? Mm-hmm. The fear of inertia and stagnation. Inertia and stagnation. Wow. Keep moving. Keep doing. You know, God. God damn. You could die literally in right keep the a second yeah keep that mo keep that motion perpetual damn it enjoy yourself yeah. don't be afraid of anything all right keep the keep the stone rolling always um what puts you to sleep though uh chamomile tea with honey chamomile tea with honey okay all right that's that sounds wholesome yeah awesome it is good well thank you for being on the show Thanks for having me. I had a wonderful time. <laughs> um, so, uh, American Dream is streaming out everywhere. All uh, platforms. All platforms. And uh, keep an eye out for clouds. Coming to you soon. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Yes. Yes. Oh.